Hi, I'm Tammy Sorensen of Sound Expressions. Welcome to episode number 11 of Digging Deeper in December. Be sure to check out episodes 1, 2, and 3 for the introduction and specifics of this podcast series. For today's podcast, I begin with several powerful truths from Luke chapter 11 in the Passion Translation pertinent to now. I conclude today's podcast psalming in A-sharp or B-flat with an A444 hertz tuning. Be sure to listen to episode number one for an explanation of psalming. In Luke chapter 11, verses 1 through 4, One day, as Jesus was in prayer, one of his disciples came over to him as he finished and said, Would you teach us a model prayer that we can pray, just as John did for his disciples? So Jesus taught them this prayer, Our Heavenly Father, may the glory of your name be the center on which our life turns. May your Holy Spirit come upon us and cleanse us. Manifest your kingdom on earth and give us our needed bread for the coming day. Forgive our sins as we release forgiveness to those who have wronged us and rescue us every time we face tribulations. I walk several miles most every day. I pray while I'm walking. I have for years. I love being out in creation with Holy Spirit. I get some of my best revelation on those walks. I remember back in the mid-2000s hanging in a Jason Upton song called Teach Me How to Pray. It immediately became a yearning request deep within my spirit. It was during those walks and years Holy Spirit had me unpack the Lord's Prayer sentence by sentence, applying it to my marriage, my parenting, our children, our extended families and friends, work, provision, health, our region, our state, our nation, and the nations. There is no better way to pray for all of these aspects of our lives than through Jesus' example. I continue to pray fervently over many issues, decreeing His kingdom come and His will be done on earth as it is in heaven, with each individual and each circumstance. Jesus then teaches about the need for persistence in prayer. In the parable of the persistent friend knocking on the door in the middle of the night, he says, I tell you, because of your shameless persistence, even though it's the middle of the night, your friend will get up out of his bed and give you all that you need. So it is with your prayers. Ask and you'll receive. Seek and you'll discover. Knock on heaven's door and it will one day open for you. Every persistent person will receive what he asks for. Every persistent seeker will discover what he needs. And everyone who knocks persistently will one day find an open door. If imperfect parents know how to lovingly take care of their children and give them what they need, how much more will the perfect Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit's fullness when His children ask Him? That's in Luke chapter 11, verses 8 through 10 and number 13. The issue for us as humans with unanswered prayers is most often time. We live in an instantaneous society for waiting seconds in a gas line, fast food line, or in traffic create impatient frustrations of the uttermost. I remember driving home at night from a conference during a difficult season where my husband had been spared from a massive pulmonary embolism. 
I remember conversing with Holy Spirit on the drive home, and I will admit it, I was whining and complaining about unfulfilled promises, about why we were still on a medical treadmill that we had been on for far too long in my eyes, and we had thought was over. Instantly, I got back in my spirit. I am time. I am the redeemer of time. I heard and received it loud and clear. Scripture tells us in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 8, So dear friends, don't let this one thing escape your notice. A single day counts like a thousand years to the Lord Yahweh, and a thousand years counts as one day. And in Psalm 90, verse 4, One thousand years passed before your eyes like yesterday that quickly faded away, like a night's sleep soon forgotten. For us, time is linear. For the Lord, time is circular. In that light, nothing is ever too late or too impossible. Look at Abraham and Sarah, Joshua and Caleb, Samuel and Josiah as children, Daniel, Esther, and Mary as teenagers, Jesus as an infant. Kingdom is never about age or time, but rather about a supernatural life within that defies age or time because it's eternal. Luke chapter 11, verses 15 through 17 and verse 20. There were some in the crowd who protested, saying, He casts out demons by the power of Satan, the demon king. Others were skeptical and tried to persuade Jesus to perform a spectacular display of power to prove that he was the Messiah. Jesus, well aware of their every thought, said to them, Every kingdom that is split against itself is doomed to fail and will eventually collapse. I unpacked this truth in episode number nine. In this season in our culture, we need to be wise or shrewd as serpents and gentle or harmless as doves with regard to all of the division in our nations, in our cultures, and in our families. Luke chapter 11, verse 28. God will bless all who listen to the word of God and carefully obey everything they hear. There's a difference between hearing and listening. We hear continuously in a 24-7 streaming culture. Hearing oftentimes involves internal filtering of likes and dislikes. Listening is a skill. Listening involves intention and purpose. With regard to the word, it's not enough to only hear it or choose to listen to it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, but action is also required. The action might involve receiving, yielding, surrendering, meditating on, etc. But it also requires doing what the word and the power of Holy Spirit speaks. We are called to be doers of the word and not hearers only. I love how the Passion Translation states it in James chapter 1, verse 22. Don't just listen to the word of truth and not respond to it, for that is the essence of self-deception. So always let his word be like poetry written and fulfilled by your life. In Luke chapter 11, verses 29 through 31, Jesus addresses unbelief. Unbelief is the exact opposite of faith. Everything about Jesus and his kingdom centers on faith, his faith. Faith in who Jesus is, faith in all Jesus is, 
faith in all he has purchased on our behalf, faith in a loving Heavenly Father that restores us to himself in the finished work of Christ, faith. I address faith extensively in episode number seven. In Luke chapter 11, verses 33 through 35, Jesus is adamantly clear in his teaching. No one would think of lighting a lamp and then hiding it in the basement where no one would benefit. A lamp belongs on a lamp stand where all who enter may see its light. The eyes of your spirit allow revelation light to enter into your being. When your heart is open, the light floods in. But when your heart is hard and closed, the light cannot penetrate and darkness takes its place. Open your heart and consider my words. Watch out that you do not mistake your opinions for revelation light. If your spirit burns with light, fully illuminated with no trace of darkness, you will be a shining lamp, reflecting rays of truth by the way you live. In Luke chapter 11, verses 41 and 42, as well as verse 52, If you free your heart of greed, show compassion and true generosity to the poor, you will have more than clean hands. You will be clean within. You are hypocrites, for you are obsessed with peripheral issues like paying meticulous tithes. Of course, these matters you should do, but when you unjustly cheat others, you ignore the most important duty of all, to walk in the love of God, Jehovah God, Yahweh. Readjust your values and place first things first. You are hypocrites. You love to be honored before others with titles of respect, seeking public recognition, aspiring to seem more important than others. What hypocrites! Your true character is hidden, like an unmarked grave that hides the corruption inside, defiling all who come in contact with you. You are nothing but hypocrites, you experts of religion. You take away from others the key that opens the door to the house of knowledge. Not only do you lock the door and refuse to enter, but you also do your best to keep others from the truth. That key in our time is very specific to Holy Spirit, and I will leave that right there. In these verses, Jesus is shining a light on issues of the heart, on religious rules and regulations that kept his people from knowing the goodness of his heavenly Father and truth as a person. There's far too much hypocrisy and religious speak in this day and hour. These verses tell us there always has been. This December, 2021, is a month, a time, and a season for digging deeper with our whole heart soul, mind, and strength. To come up higher into the secret place with Jesus, with Holy Spirit. To spend time in letting Holy Spirit shine the light on the issues within us, he desires to transform more into the likeness of Jesus. To spend time not only hearing his word, but intentionally and purposefully listening to his word, both written and spoken. This December is both a Kairos and a Kronos time to reflect on the kingdom of heaven within us. The lens from which we view this life, this culture, our circumstances and relationships 
our priorities, our time, relevant and pertinent issues on the heart of our Heavenly Father, where he is calling us to be both a light and a voice, and so much more. This December is a now time to be reconciled, restored, renewed, and prepared for all he has prepared for us on the path ahead. This December is a time to look up, to see and listen to the song our Heavenly Father is singing over us, each of us, in Zephaniah 3.17. The path ahead involves shining brightly before others, commendable works that shine as light upon them, so they will give their praise to your Father in heaven, Matthew 5, verse 16. Glory to God in the highest realms of heaven, for there is peace and a good given to the sons of men, Luke chapter 2, verse 14. Be blessed.